two, three, four. You like lagers and I love ales. From barely stouts to fresh hot pails. It's episode 22 of the Portland Beer Club podcast. Uh, we are down in sunny Astoria at Fort George, and it might sound a little different because we're using a different recording setup. Uh, we are in a big space, and we're using different mics than we've ever used before, so just uh, just put up with that. It's going to be a good show, people. Uh, our friend Farmhouse Marcus is stuck home. He couldn't join us today, but we do have Bruchak Chad. I'm Sean, and let's go down the line and introduce ourselves, gentlemen. I'm Adam from uh, Rubens Brews in Seattle. Hello. Hi. I'm Jack Harris from the Fort George Brewery and Public House in Astoria, Oregon. Thank you for having us and being on. Chad? I'm uh, Chad, and, and I uh, used to brew with Jack. <laughs> I used to? I brewed with him one time. That counts. That That's counts. Good. Yeah, so it counts. He made me re-clean uh, where I was uh, milling the grain. Do you remember that? I, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I make everybody I, re-clean. I was a sloppy, sloppy, <laughs> sloppy brewer, apparently. No, that's awesome. So we're down here, we're in Astoria, and we're talking about one thing and one thing only, well, and that's... And I've got a little backstory on this. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Right. So uh, several months ago, I was sitting in Great Notion uh, having a beer, and I look over in the corner and I see a bunch of guys wearing Fort Georgia jackets. No, you did And immediately, my, my brain just starts spinning what is going on, collaboration, collaboration, <gasps> three-way. It's got to be three-way. And I think I texted you, Chad, yeah, immediately, you and you had already known about it because you just, you're in bed with all these guys. And then you found out that they just happened upon that big pile at Goodwill. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so anyways, it's the release of Three Way. Uh, Chad, I'm going to kind of turn the mic over to you because I've really got to watch this board today. Yeah, uh, no so, worries. So take it, sir. Hey, I got it. All right. So obviously, um, this is the fourth year in the collaboration, right, Jack, for Three Way? I think it's the fifth year. Is it? I think 2013 was the first year. Because we did Lompoc and... Gigantic, gigantic the, the first, first year. year. Second year was Block 15 and Boneyard. Yep. Third was last year. No. Are you sure? I'm sure. We, I do this for a living. So uh, <laughs> the third year was Georgetown and uh, Freem. Okay. So that was Did you miss year. a year? No. What's was that the, the year you what's blacked the, out? What's the fourth year? The fourth year, that would have been last year, which was Melvin and oh, uh, you're Barley right. Brown. Damn it. You're always right, though. That's the a thing. Punk thing. You're, you're yeah. always right. I wasn't living it, so. Yeah, no. So this year, uh, you guys teamed up with Ruben Brewing and uh, Great Notion. Can you can you tell me, Jack? How how do you guys pick who you're going to be brewing three ways with every year? You want me to tell you the truth? Yes, please. Uh, well, theoretically, every year, uh, Chris and I alternate who we pick for our teams. Oh. But in reality, 
I'm free to pick anyone I want as long as Chris agrees with me. So uh, that's the relationship. Chris, there? Chris is way into like up and coming, and he pays attention to who's got the buzz and, right. and where things are going, and um, and that's why he runs the marketing department because he pays attention to all that stuff. So I I can't complain. That's nice. for sure. But I also yeah. can't say that it was my idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys picked a winner this year. I got two winners. Two winners. Yes, two winners. So let's let's let Adam talk a little bit about how how were you guys approached by Fort George and and were you reluctant or anything or did you just say hell yeah we'll we'll jump on and do this it's awesome. Totally the latter. Um, it's an amazing uh, series of beers that have come out of this this collaboration series and so when Chris asked us it was there was no hesitation at all. Um, I've met. Chris a number of times beforehand just um in our in our brewery and um we have the same distributor so we whenever he's in town he normally comes by to say hi mm -hmm. so and um yeah it was just we we're honored to be part of it that's awesome so um yeah and I think being uh Portland based down here we don't get a whole lot of Reuben beers down in the Portland area so um it's always it's always cool whenever Fort George teams up with someone that doesn't do a lot of distributing down here like Melvin last year uh things like that so um it's really good to you know exposure down in the Portland area and all around Oregon and everywhere they distribute so yeah yeah we um we've been struggling with capacity every ever since we opened within six months of opening the doors we were um, at full capacity and it took us two years to find another brewery another building we built that out and then within five weeks that was at capacity wow um, we've just got some more tanks so we will be uh, launching in the Portland Vancouver area um, in next month actually so just a small amount of beer um, but yeah so we're excited to be yeah. to be arriving <laughs> that's awesome yeah and um you know, every year, three-way, it's always an anticipation. Well, all right, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm always looking forward to seeing who who's going to be picked for it. And, um, hey, Nathan, would you do me a huge favor and hand me that iPad right there on the table? Sorry. Makes for bad radio. They can't see that. Jack, this is for you. All right. So I've been um, – I try to predict the three-way every year. And this video was taken – Last year, uh, May twenty eighth, two thousand sixteen. Do you give odds on the the breweries? Do you like run a run a book? <laughs> oh, oh my God! All right. So think about this. Next year, I'm just throwing this out there. Great notion, and maybe need be. Just say. And then there was an awkward pause at the end, but it's fifty percent. You're shooting fifty. No, 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 no. Or is no, that thirty-three percent? No, no, you got it's sixty-six point six seven or six-six repeating. Correct. Got it. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Fort George is always that's the joke there. Um, so part of my anticipation every year is seeing who you're going to be brewing with, and you know, I've I moved out here right along the time. I didn't even know about Fort George when I because I I came from the East Coast, so when I came out here. You guys were actually one of the first beers I had that I had never heard of, and it was amazing. And I don't know uh, what I can say to thank you guys because you've been so nice and letting me come and shoot and actually brew with you guys. It's been a lot of fun, so I just want to thank you and ask why you haven't chosen the Brew Shack for next year's three-way collaboration yet. <laughs> well, we haven't made that decision yet, Chad. So keep, oh, okay. keep your uh, yeah. keep your hopes up. Okay. All right. 
Um, so when you guys met, I, I know that you guys got together around Thanksgiving last year to start talking about the collaboration. Yeah, it was early November, I think. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. So when you collaborate for an IPA, I mean, what's where do you start? What's the starting point to decide? All right, this is this is where we want to go. Do you take collective ideas from everyone, or do you have a kind of a, an idea beforehand? Are you talking about once we've selected the two partners? Right. Yeah. Because um, this year particularly, we chose with um, Great Notion, um, that sort of was the inspiration for the style to begin with, I think. That, that, that we wanted to kind of make a beer that, um, those guys are making a lot of these hazy, fruity kinds of IPAs, and uh, I think we pretty much started with that in mind. So it wasn't the world is our oyster, kind of whatever we want to try to do. We have a couple other rules. We're not gonna make a Belgian IPA. Oh. We're not gonna make a black <laughs> IPA. We're not going to make a Belgian black IPA. Um, because that'd be well, it's just yeah. we've experienced those before, and um, we want to sell a bunch of beer. So that's yeah, you know, that's why we didn't do that. Um, I love Next Adventure, by the way. I, I think your black IPA is. I, good. I know where you can still get a case of that stuff. But, really? Um, yeah. But anyhow, uh, so anyhow, the way it worked Jack? for us is uh, we I, again, this is bad radio, but we sat right over there in that room across right. the. Uh, threshold there around a table and we had a whole bunch of beer um adam had brought some beer down the great notion guys had their beers on the table and uh we had some samples of stuff and started passing around we brought out some hops started sniffing mm -hmm. hops started talking about that kind of stuff and um just threw a whole bunch of spaghetti against the wall and tried to see what stuck and uh and it, i don't know we spent maybe 80 i mean 90 minutes hour and a half two hours going over it that was after you know we give these guys tours of the place and drink right. a bunch of beers and have dinner and and so you um, want them in town and then you sit them down and a little bit it's time to get to work yeah I, I think a big portion of this is uh i mean one of our goals here is to learn a lot about these other breweries yeah and yeah. um both of these breweries are doing things that we're interested in learning from and learning how they do things and being able to apply that to our beers and uh so there's a lot of that interaction that goes on and um we're really we love showing off astoria so we put them up yeah. at the cannery pier hotel oh free plug cannery pier hotel mm -hmm. and uh um you, you know put me up at the wanderer yeah. <laughs> well you can figure that out um what else uh you know we get them around town and see stuff and kind of tour them around a little bit and try to show off you know what what inspires us to make beer down oh, here definitely. And then, then we sit down. It's like the second day kind of thing where we sit down. And we pretty much had our main idea from that meeting. But we've never, what we've never done is so many iterations. Our beta series we used to design this beer. And we got up to 12.8, I think, 12.8. So that's at least, that's yeah. nine different beers there. And, um, and Adam here, man, he can write three pages on uh, a beer <laughs> in a heartbeat, it would seem, from foreign countries he was doing this uh, all over the place while really? he's traveling and stuff so it was great yeah. it, it was uh, it was a great year it wasn't earlier renditions of our three-way it was like we'd make a test batch and everyone would go that tastes great let's go with it yeah yeah tastes but good. this year we really really worked at it so it was fun no that's amazing um so adam when you came and sat to the table um and you know uh, started collaborating with these guys, uh, Great Notion and Fort George. What do you think, and by the way, uh, if no one said it before yet, this beer is amazing. It's really, really good. You guys, I, I tried the 12.7, the and this is 
that was, I think maybe that was the last beta or the next to last beta batch. And this is amazing. It's exactly what I thought it would be. But, um, but Adam, what, what do you think shines through in this beer uh, from Ruben's uh, influence? We, um, so in October, we started our Crush series, which is our Northeast style IPA. And um, so we, when we were around the table, we were talking a lot about that. Um, we, we brought some samples. Um, I think um, what, we, what we bring is um, we also iterate a lot in the brewery and um, maybe not eight or nine different batches to get there, right? That's, <laughs> but, um, and I think that's where, like, in the iteration process, that's where my mind, like, light bulbs start going off, like, yeah. wh where we want to tweak things, where we want to start moving things. Mm -hmm. um, we've also used a number of, of, of different, different hops and different hop profiles. And um, the, the, in particular, for me, the very first time we sat down, um, uh, Fort George had a uh, X331 single hop um, beer that right. they, they brought to the table. And that was, that was, to me, that with the hazy IPAs from Great Ocean and our Crush series was what really sort of moved this in the direction that it landed in. Because oh, nice. that X331 single hop beer was amazing. And, and that's what they call Strata now, that's right? Called Strata now, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. kind of because you guys, I believe, you use the Zaka, Mosaic, Citra, and... Uh, and uh, Strata, and yeah. Strata. Yeah, that's so. the only hop I've not brewed with yet. So, yep. um, trying to stay one step ahead of you, Chad. I know, <laughs> I know. I, was, they, really I did the math before we got on here, and that is 4.8 pounds of hops per, uh, barrel? per barrel dry hopping. Yes, just dry hopping. Agreed. <laughs> so, so I'm still at the homebrew scale, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm the little man on the totem pole here. But um, I use about, all right. So 10 gallons is roughly what percentage of a barrel. Oh, you're wondering how that converts to homebrew? Yeah. That's a shit ton of hops. Yeah, I use a I use a pound of dry hops for uh, ten gallons now, and I've been playing around with the. You know, I brewed with I brewed with Great Notion. <laughs> Did you know that? You're a slut. <laughs> you're a slut. Um, <laughs> In a good way, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Um, so I, I, I think it's, it's a lot, you know, doing test batches to test batch. Do you do what we do in the homebrews level? Like, because if I brew a batch of beer and I say, okay, I like where it's going so far, but I tweak one part of it before I brew my next batch. Cause I gotta, I gotta know what that, what the difference is. You know what I mean? I'm not going to change, you know, an entire malt bill and the hop schedule and say, all right, this is version two of that beer. So I change, I tweak one aspect of it and say, okay, do I like one or two better, you know, like an optometrist. Yeah. Is that kind of what you, you guys do with the test yeah, batches? Yeah, you got to limit the variables that you're changing or you're not going to know what's affecting what. So, uh, yeah, we tried, I think, three different kind of yeasts and yeast blends. We tried different hopping. Mm -hmm. We were uh, changing out the malt. I can't remember what we did um, to change uh, the changes, actually, that we made on the malt. It was the sweet, sweeter malt. So, like, um, we were playing with honey malt at one point. Yeah, and, write that and, down. Oh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they um, and the color, you know, they were looking for some of that. And uh, that was my question for Adam is what, what is your feeling about all the work we put into making this? We haven't really even talked about what the beer is or looks like yet. But uh, so, this hazy light beer, what, what do you think? I was watching everyone last night drink them out of the cans. Does that yeah. defeat the purpose? It, to me, it does. because You can't really. This, it's all about the nose in this. Uh -huh. style, yeah, right? yeah and, definitely. Um, and pillowy mouthfeel and. We, it's, it's kind of funny because I think the first batch we started with this yeast strain that we ended up with, right. but we went through, as Jack said, a number of iterations to get there. Oh, the first batch, the yeah. first test batch you, you settled on that batch. yeast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we uh, came back to it. 
in the end. Can I? What do you? And that is uh, um, uh, thirteen eighteen. So London three. Um, yeah, London three low flocking yeast. So you got you get that haziness from there, uh, you know, or at least contributing to it. I'm going to take a wild guess and say there's some oats in here too, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can read that right here. <laughs> I can't see that far, Jack. Um, yes, we've got uh, pills, malt, zero, anywhere? some oats, uh, some wheat, white wheat, flaked wheat. Lactic acid. A little I lactic knew it. acid. I knew it. Yeah. Calcium chloride. And, yeah, uh, some salts. Yeah. All right. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll take a photo of that later. I'm joking. <laughs> um, so so you, you went through a, a couple different types of yeast whenever you actually brewed this. Did you guys ever try the... Uh, Imperial juice strain, I think, that Great Notion uses for theirs. We must have. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just uh, kind of, yeah, like I say, going through the iterations and everybody contributing their feedback and just mm -hmm. ended up back where we started with the yeast. Everything else kind of evolved along the hopping and the, uh, I think we were going to rely on the Azakas a lot more than we actually ended up doing. Yeah. What we are finding is that certain hops in the kettle react very differently in a blend and by themselves to in the dry hop. Oh, so, okay. yeah, so some of like for X331, which we hadn't really had too much um, experimentation with before, it was not just where, it's, it's almost where you use it in the process to get yeah. the tropical fruit sort of notes oh. out. I wish I had unlimited time to just brew consistent, you know, just continue to evolve a beer and, and things like that i kind of kind of lose that because it's like homebrew batches you lose it because you've got two weeks in between and then you're like all right well i gotta fill that keg and i've got to have four beers on tap at all time that's a brew shack uh must so um yeah that's incredible and and i th it really shows that you guys you know you put the work through and and you see what works but when you get at the end of the last test batch and then you go to the the big production you kind of don't. I mean, is it what, what are the what are the differences between brewing it on small scale and then when you do the production? I mean, do you think it tastes like you expected it to come out? Uh, totally. The the biggest issue is about um, yeast propagation and harvesting. So mm -hmm. um, we had when you're going from a ten barrel batch to going to multiple hundred twenty barrel batches. Right. Um, it's all about yeast health and sure. yeast management. And um, so whatever strain we ended up, we have to like edit with we have to like the you know the the profile of the beer but it also has to be able to be worked with and now uh, just going back i i think um juice uh, imperial's juice is the same as like why yeast 1318 so i like, think so too i, I talk in the same ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i haven't translated into the imperial uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> phrases yet i uh yeah i I've, I've used the you know a lot of those strains and imperial does make good and it's uh yeah, it's different on the homebrew scale because I can just make a small two-liter starter and go with it. But on a production scale, that's that's impressive. What what I I found I don't know if Jack can speak to here. What we've found is we can get a lot better uh, dry hop extraction with bigger um, fermenters as well. Like mm -hmm. your your extraction yield so like the dry hop punch that you get from a, a dry hop yeah. is a lot bigger proportionately with a bigger tank um, than a smaller one. That's what we found. Yeah, I think uh, scaling up, that's a pretty consistent thing, is that you don't necessarily need to have that graph run exactly the same amount of ingredients to get the same effects as you scale up. So, right. <laughs> excuse me. That's uh, especially important when you're using, like, really, you want to have subtle herbs or something like that. You don't yeah. necessarily add exactly what the math is telling you to add. 
Yeah, I've heard that with, uh, yeah, and especially stouts or anything using dark malt, when you scale it up, you're not proportionately, you know, just adding the same amount of dark malts as you would, you know, when you, when you scale up the rest of the base malts. So, um, all right, I'm going to pick your brains for a little bit because I, I, I like doing that. Um, so in this beer, when, you, when you're talking about dry hopping, did you guys add any dry hops during active fermentation in the primary? I don't believe so. Most of the dry hops were added uh, at the end of fermentation. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you do any type of... Uh, so basically, what we want to do is we want the beer to ferment out mm-hmm. and give it a day or so, and then we want to collect that yeast to use, oh, like, right. like he's so saying, there's a lot of yeast management going yeah. on, and uh, then we dry hop. Gotcha. And did you guys uh, do any type of whirlpool or flame out hops at the end of the boil? Before? Oh, yeah. So in the whirlpool, we had some hops go in there somewhere. The third edition, the Mosaics and Azakas. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's so funny, IPAs that have all these hops, we hardly put any hops into this beer in, on the hot side. There's, yeah. in, in a 30-barrel batch, we're putting in 0.4 of a pound, so less than a half a pound for yeah. 30 barrels for bittering hops. That's amazing. <laughs> and then 24 pounds in the uh, uh, Whirlpool. That's, wow. And that's it. And then everything else is dry hop. Awesome. Yeah, I, the last batch of beer I brewed, um, I didn't add any hops until 15 minutes before my flame out, then just whirlpooled the hell out of it and uh, dry hopped it. And I did a 100% Brett fermented IPA that's going right now, added some mango to it. So, yeah, I think it, the, the trend is starting to go more towards leaning to the, the later end to get a little bit of bitterness. But we know Jack's a fan of IBU scales and how much that adds to the uh, beer. That was a joke, by the way. I'm sorry. I had to say it, Jack. That's good. No, no. Okay, so I think we've talked enough about the production of the beer because I'm really just trying to absorb as much knowledge as I can. But you guys have got some events coming up for the release of this three-way, right? So last night you had the trolley ride. You know, it's your podcast, and you can do this however you want. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I think we ought to take at least a minute or so and talk about... Are we going to talk about IBUs? No. Ah, oh, damn it. To talk about this actual beer. We haven't really described it. We, oh, I mean, I'm are, sorry. Are we assuming everyone has one in their hand and that's like, hey, I, I got to go get this beer and then I can listen to the podcast? You know what, Or are Jack, they going to hear right. this podcast and go, I should go find that beer? No, no, you're right. Let's, let's talk about the beer. So it is... A, we um, went with a Northeast style IPA. I'm not sure what they've fallen on. Is it Vermont style? I don't know. Whatever don't know. the style convention name is going to become, we're, we made that style of beer this year, which traditionally, that would be traditionally like a whole two years, um, is a really hazy uh, beer without ver- any hardly any bitterness, which if you've been listening, you've, you've heard you would get very little bitterness from the way we've been hopping this thing. And... Um, and lots and lots of aromatics, and then everyone always describes them as juicy, having a juicy right. kind of character to them. <laughs> and the way this turned out, it's uh, uh, very pale, like a uh, straw. It looks like a Hefeweizen almost. It's really a, a, an ama- it's an odd style for me. I've spent most of my brewing career trying to not make my beers look like this. <laughs> and... Um, that's why I do drink it out of a can. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, <laughs> because if any, most of our beers were pouring like that, I would tell the bartender to take that off tap, find no. the clear keg that hadn't been kicked or shaken <laughs> up, and pour that instead. Or pour off a pitcher and it'll yeah. clear up. This will never clear up. I mean, 10 years ago, we would have looked at this beer and said, what, is this the bottom of the keg? Or 
what, what? Two years ago, again. Two years, yeah. So when we went, uh, I, when we all uh, sent a bunch of people back to the Craft Brewers Conference, uh, this is kind of how annoying I can be, but uh, um, I sent uh, uh, these guys back to Boston, two years ago, I think it was in Boston, and I said, when you're sitting at the bar next to that Northeast brewer and he's talking about his Northeast style IPA, just, just be really condescending and say, <laughs> you know, we used to have prob- problems making clear beer oh. too, but you'll get the hang of it. You- you'll figure it out. But Jack, uh, I love you. Yeah, I <laughs> really could be annoying. But uh, you know, I've kind of, you know, I used to be very skeptical about sour beers. I thought they were kind of done a little half-assed and just like you know, let's not dump this down the drain. Let's try to make twice right. as much money per bottle off of it. Right. So um, I have come around on sour beers now. I recognize that there is some work that goes into that, and people actually do that on purpose sometimes. And I, and I can appreciate this beer too. It's just, I, w- I wonder about it as a, the mm. longevity of the style, but um, it's great. And I read an article the other day talking about how, how the East Coast IPA beat the West Coast IPA. What? Like the battle is over. Well, when was the last time you were excited about a West Coast IPA? Anytime I grab a suicide squeeze or a vortex. Yeah. You are an ass kisser, uh, man. First, <laughs> all right, first you call me a slut, <laughs> and then you call me an ass kisser. <laughs> it's your podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, I think we've talked about the beer. It's, it's really nice. It needs some nice lacing. No, you can see here. It's and, incredible. Uh, um, I'm curious to see how, it, uh, how people respond to it. I oh, think it should go well. I, I think so, too. What do you think, Adam? It, it turned out exactly as we planned i think we we really learned from all the iterations mm-hmm. i think um to do this style well it's all um, i say i drink with my nose through my nose mm-hmm. like if i like the, the 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 aroma of something it sort of is 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 there and then this has got an amazing tropical nose that the blend of the hops has come together so well is it's not really obvious either either any of those hops that we have in that list yeah. you can't really pick them out right I, no it's, it's true it's a rounded blend which yeah. was what we were going for and then the mouthfeel is so pillowy and soft to give you some balance to the um to the to the beer it, uh, it worked out oh. really, really nicely um yeah hats off 100 percent. this is this is a really good beer i i enjoy it thoroughly and I, you I'm are so enjoying glad. it you I can't had, see this I've but had, uh yeah i had two jack i see <laughs> It's uh, it's about eleven thirty, I think. Um, no, um, yeah, I don't know. It it is curious to know. It, all right, is New England, but I think they've entered it into the BJCP like guidelines. Like I think it's going to be introduced. Oh, as it'll be an official style. Yeah, everyone's making these these days. That's great. Yeah, it, no, things should it evolve. It's great. It's something new. Yeah, it's um, it's really good, and and it's exactly what I would expect from uh, you know a collaboration between you three. Um, but I think that it lends a little bit, uh, it's a little bit different than the New England style IPAs I've had in the past, though, because it's um, it does have a little bit of uh, hoppy bitterness to it, uh, apart from the other juicy IPAs I've had, which I like. That's mm-hmm. solid West Coast IPA, you know. Bitterness. So you might describe this as a West Coast East Coast style I, IPA. I'm going to call it a Midwest IPA. <laughs> <laughs> right down the middle. Yeah, right down the middle. The flyover IPA. Oh, you should have named it the fly. Never mind. I'm gonna steal that. That's my own. You've yeah, got your. You got you've got your secret name. I've got mine. Um, so, um, I do, do think you, you. I do think you need some bitterness in there. Otherwise, the the, the finish sometimes a little limp. Um, and especially yeah. with our 
you know, this is a Brit saying this, but with our West Coast palates, right, we're used to that really mm-hmm. higher level of, of bitterness. So if you take it out even more than this, yeah. it really, the style, I think, finishes in a little, in a weird place. Yeah. But I think, I think you need that balance, and I think we've got it, got it there. No, definitely. I, um, I, I have to say this is, I'm not going to rank the three ways because I've loved every single one of them, but this is one of, if not my favorite, so far out of the series really good um well talking about you know uh over in britain everything has this style caught on do you know i'm assuming that you know everything about britain because you have a british accent <laughs> well when i go over there they they think i have an american accent so i'm really? sort of in i'm i'm literally mid-atlantic or whatever you know um yeah because i say the wrong words right i say store not shop i say shop, yeah diaper lift. and not nappy yeah lift elevator yeah, and right. um i had a friend from brighton oh yeah yeah, cool. Turn me on to <laughs> these funny, wor- funny words. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went over in December. So I've been here 13 years now. So mm-hmm. um, I went over in December. So Cloudwater is really making some good um, Northeast style IPAs. And they're oh, really okay. pushing the envelope in a big way. I know Beaver Town has just released a um, production beer in Northeast style. So there are definitely a number of breweries are now moving in that, wow. that direction. Um, Do they have beavers? In England, yeah, that's that's. I'm I, I have no idea. No. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I have never been attacked by one. <laughs> um, Beaver, Beaver Town is the old f- word or the old phrase for the area of London that they they were. Oh, they well, uh, I don't gotcha. know where that came from, but anyway, yep. um, that was, <laughs> went off the roof. <laughs> so, um, so New England IPAs. Maybe here to stay, maybe not, but we've got it for this year's three-way, and we have some events coming up. So, obviously, here in Astoria, Fort George had their trolley ride last night, which was the official release. Uh, cans came off the line, I think, uh, just a couple of minutes or hours from the trolley ride. Yep, yep, just beforehand. Super fresh, and uh, obviously, we're enjoying it and pulled a couple cans off the line. Sorry, Jack. Um, ceiling Do you see that date code on here? Does it? Yeah, I think the 26th. 52617. Oh, snap. Nice. Um, but we've got events down in Portland as well. I think June 9th down at the Alberta Pub. Is correct. that correct? Yeah. Yes. Uh, probably that evening. And uh, Adam, you'll be there? Yeah, I'll be there. Yep. Pre- and my partner, Chris, will be there. And uh, of course, all the great Notion guys will be there. Mm-hmm. And then the next night on the 10th, we'll be up at uh, Adam's place, Ruben's Bruce. Up in Seattle. Yep. Awesome. Um, I'll have to check with my wife. With a robot band. No, I've heard that there's no more or no less than three uh, keytars going to be there at that event. Wow. Is that right, Nathan? Portland. Oh, the Portland? <laughs> Seattle's got to get some keytars up in there, man. I, um, uh, Jack, I don't know if you know this, but the, the year that uh, you guys went with Block 15 and Boneyard, uh, Tim and Brad... Uh, stole me and took me up to uh the pine box for that release up in seattle which was a lot of fun that's tony right tony parties hard tony was i can't keep up with yeah. those guys tony <laughs> i wish i could interview tony just just get down to the real stuff with have me. you interviewed uh jeremy from melvin no yeah is he good he'd be a tough to keep up with him uh, yeah really yeah is he as to, sarcastic or funny slow as the me. tape down really <laughs> oh man so, <clears throat> what what time are we at, Sean? How long? We're at 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Yep. Good God. Time flies. 
haven't yeah. even finished my beer yet. Yeah. Have you even? Oh, you've been drinking it from the can. Sorry. <laughs> you don't want to look at it. I. <laughs> it's are it's you, on radio. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> on TV. There is video there. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. You kids and your video. Um, no. Awesome stuff. So. All right. All right. I'm gonna make a prediction for next year. Oh, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> all right. All right. Shit. I don't know. Um, Fort George is one. All right. So I'm one for three. So far. You, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay, good job. And you know, it, you might jinx yourself <laughs> by making it public before we yeah, announce it. So maybe this point. is something you, you got to timestamp, put away, and wait until we announce it. But I think, I think what it is is that I have such an influence on you. <laughs> right? Is that, am I wrong? No, Can I not say you that? are not wrong. You have <laughs> an influence on us. That's absolutely true. Is it fact. a good influence? You know, you want me it's to elaborate? A, it's an influence. I, All right, let's leave it at that, Chuck. Yeah, All right, yeah. well, we've said enough. Um, no, I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know who's... But so what would you suggest? What do you think would be... I mean... I'm still in the middle of enjoying all the love we were feeling last night on this, and we've got a couple more parties, and so I, I don't want to be talking about our next three-way right. too much because we're in the middle of this new one. Yeah, so yeah. Um, we, we shouldn't kick them might out of be bed kind of so of quick, right? Exactly. <laughs> no, you're right. I should do it on my own, keep it a secret, and then throw it in your face whenever I'm right. Exactly. <laughs> I believe you suggested that. Did I? Jack did. Yeah. Oh, Jack. No, no, no. I'm going to take credit for that, too. Um, yeah, so you remember that one time we brewed together? I do. It was such a good time. Do you, so I'm wondering why there's not any Vladimir gluten in these barrels. Um, I've been looking around. We drank it all. Did you? Did you like that beer we brewed together? That was fun. That was good. Was it? That was when the Baltic Porter was kind of the rage for like six months. <laughs> it's never been the rage. It's <laughs> never been the rage in Portland. <laughs> no, it was Who, great. I think that beer that beer only ever got better and better. It and did, better. didn't it? It really did. Right yeah, up to really the last did. little six barrel, I, I was was always amazed oh. at how that just well, that means crisper me. and clearer and cleaner. Damn it. Was, it. it was great. In uh, fact, uh, if that festival had been held six months later... We would have won that oh, thing, we would have hands down. Yeah. yeah. we got to talk about that leisure suit you wore last year, but maybe that's for a, another podcast. Um, you teamed up with uh, Seattle, what's her name? Beer the Goddess. The Beer Goddess. Yeah. The Beerness. Yeah. The Beerness. Yeah. Yeah, the beer Beerness. That was a good beer you guys brewed. That was fun. That was yeah. our, um, God, what was it? It was some kind of. Uh, a pecan maple yeah, praline. Yeah, what do they call that? Shit. Praline, our praline, yeah, praline. stout. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. And she has some baked goods. And she's a, 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 an attractive woman. And, we called and, it, uh, was it Dazed and Confused Stout? I think it was oh something like that. Glazed and Confused. That's right. Yeah, that was awesome. Jack didn't dress up. No. no we dressed 70s. We were no. like looking like 70s. Oh, no, no. I was, I was saying you didn't dress up for me. But Nathan made a shirt that was... That was really we had cool. Shirts. It was so cool. I can't tell you how much how much fun that was. Sorry, Adam. Vladimir Gluten. That that would be. I have a whole Vladimir different uh, political context if we were to make that again. Hey, that been great. I'm I'm a. I can see in the future. I knew that that was going to be popular. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm self-deprecating and also uh, sarcastic. Sorry, Adam. Um, <laughs> But anyway, this year's three-way is out. It's in 16-ounce tall boy cans and the artwork. Um, let's talk about the artwork. So last year, <laughs> who, so, the hell's, who the hell's... So we've got a theme on all the three-way cans. And, and it, right. like the first year we did this, and we had all these ideas for a, a label. And the one that kind of stuck 
was, hey, let's just be like, we're three different, three different breweries playing our music and we can play our music together kind of thing. And so we were kind of a country western trio. Yeah. And then I think the next year they were a heavy metal band with yeah. the Flying V guitars. Sure and and then the year after that we were a, um, a string trio, like kind of classical. That was the kind of nice and, and sophisticated. Yeah, that was nice. Nice. You know, we had little black ties and stuff like yeah. the bow ties. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then last year it was a rap. A oh, rap theme. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and I about that. We're starting to run out of ideas, apparently. But uh, this one, uh, this year, we're some kind of techno band. It's supposed to be uh, what yeah. is that band called? It's called uh, uh, who are we supposed to be? Daft dubbed? Punk. Daft yeah, Punk. Right. Daft, Daft Punk, Punk was kind of the idea. So is this Adam in the middle here? <laughs> yep. The most recognizable person we've ever <laughs> right. had on a can. What, what I was getting to is, who the hell is that on the left? Is that supposed to be you or Chris? Well, that is, I think, a amalgam, amalgamation of just Fort George personified. You can kind of see us on the little guitar there. That's right. our logo there. Oh, I just now noticed that. That's oh, amazing. The I didn't the see match. that. Do you know how long Nathan worked on these laser lights? God, Nathan, He's you're like, amazing. Should they be pink? Should they be green? Should they be... It's a tick. There's a lot of thought that goes into yeah, this can. And then is. we got the Paul Bunyan guy on here for the great notion. Yeah. Because yeah, those guys, there was three of them down here. They're partners. None of them have a beard, Jack. Well, there's that, but none of them would identify one of them to be on the label. They said, no, we all got to be on the label. I was like, that kind of screws with our plan. So just so we just turned him into Paul Bunyan off of that. That's kind of their logo. The, the hell with it. We'll, we'll make you a robot. That's awesome. So um, that's kind of been the robot theme. Like we've had robot bands playing and robot yeah. bands continuing. And, I love uh, it. It's amazing. Yes. So, um, so Adam, for your guys' uh, big release up there, do you, do you all package uh, your beer or is it? Is it uh, yeah, we're in, in cans and 22s and certain styles. I want it down in Portland. Yeah. Hurry up. <laughs> next next month. Next month. Next we'll month. Be, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, so. This, this can Who's off. distributing you? Melitus. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I know who Melitus is. <clears throat> but my I face is not on our cans, thankfully. <laughs> Wait, what? My face is not on our cans. Yet. 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 <laughs> They'll be all over up in there. Um, did you? Never mind. I'll skip that. All right. So <laughs> that is a brewery. I didn't even notice it. Well, this is the first day that it's... The second day, technically, that it's been canned. Apparently, so. you're on your third one, though, so... Jack, I'm going to need to have some lunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not going to make predictions uh, for next year's three-way, but I hope to come back and... Um, all right, so production-wise, how much are we going to get down in Portland? How long is it going to last? How long are you hoping it'll run till? Yeah, it's our summer Forever. seasonal, so if it's summertime, the uh, beer should be available. We're making as much as we can, and uh, we can't turn over the whole brewery to just three-way production. We have some other styles that we like to keep on the shelves and whatnot, so just drink it till it's gone. I mean, assume that, yeah, you get a four-pack, but it might not be there tomorrow, so maybe you should get two four-packs. No, that's what I do every time. I, I, I Maybe I, you should get three four-packs. I'm, I'm buying a case today to take home yeah uh, well don't screw up our allocation here so oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i guess crowlers then that's perfect <laughs> that's perfect don't screw up i'm gonna share them jack 
That's I'm good. sharing you the love. You can do whatever you want. You, 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 you know, know what? It's your podcast. If you can drive, <laughs> <laughs> if you can fit it in your car, buy it. Oh, I buy you guys out every time, and I'll even send Tim pictures if uh, I see that uh, shelving has changed at my local grocer. So. Um, yeah, you know they tried to put modern times in your place at one of my local grocery stores a couple of weeks ago. So I messaged him, and the next day, Fort George is right back where it needed to be. Nice, the power of the I podcast. Know. Thank yep. you so much. I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I'm going to. You remember the time we brewed together? Yeah. Your horn is tooting <laughs> along. Um, well, I think we can probably wrap this up. Uh, Guys, it's been awesome. Do you actually Jack- edit your podcast, or you just play it as it goes? Um, yes. Good answer. <laughs> the Brewshack Show. You know the Brewshack Show. You've been in on it before. I've right? never been to the Brewshack. I will no, shamefully admit. No, you've been on the admit. show, though. I have been on the show. Yes. Yeah, you, you know. You interviewed me upstairs at one point. That's true. Yeah. Did you ever watch that episode? Oh, absolutely. I watch everything I'm in. Every night before bed? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know what, honey? I did do great on that show. I don't. <laughs> Let's watch it again. <laughs> um, guys, I love coming out here. Uh, Fort George, you guys have been awesome to me since I moved out here. Thank you guys for everything. This beer is amazing. Um, it's going to be down in the Portland area around the 1st of June, I believe. Um, pick it up at your favorite craft beer uh, location. Um, and events down at the Alberta pub June 9th and we're going to be up in Seattle the very next day June 10th at Ruben uh, and the rest of the summer hey man it's a party and there's a guitar on the can it's Fort George I can't get over it we're in beautiful Astoria guys anything else before we wrap this up I've got nothing neither have I (laughs) Adam, (laughs) nothing? All right, fine. That's episode 22 of the Portland Beer Club podcast at portlandbeerclubpodcast.com. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Untapped, which is probably the best place to interact with us, see what we're drinking. Uh, Gentlemen, thank you for having us. Chad, thank you for facilitating this while I tried to man this. I did a really good job, And thank you for driving me today. So we'll be back probably next month, and I'm sure Farmhouse Marcus will be with us. Y'all take care. Bye-bye. That's been another episode of the Portland Beer Club podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at Portland Beer Club or Twitter at PDX Beer Club. Feel free to contact me at portlandbeerclub at gmail.com if you have any news, feedback, or just want to say hi. See you next time.